Welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching. And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. Hey, Care. Hey, what? So impulse control, assertiveness, and flexibility walk into a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How did you know that I would just like some type of adult beverage right now? Exactly. That's that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, you guys. So what we're going to talk on today's episode is we're talking in the month of impulse control is how when paired with other EQI subscales, they can go into play. So the three that Karen and I are going to highlight are impulse control, assertiveness, and flexibility. You know what, Jen, now for some reason, I'm thinking margaritas. (laughs) Jalapeno ones, Care? Always jalapeno, always salt, always on the rocks. And that place in Arizona that had the most amazing ones that I can't think of the name of. Yeah, they were fantastic. World's best. Yep. All right, okay. Jen. So as we get a little sidetracked, let's come on back. All right. So as we've been talking about impulse control throughout the month, it is interesting, right? So low impulse control means quick reactions. Um uh, being able to quickly say yes, quickly say no, to jump all in, to be able to not have a, a break from uh, maybe a situation that's presented itself to actually doing something. On the flip side of that, when somebody has high impulse control, there can be a lot of space. There might be more thinking involved, more um methodical approach to what it is that they want to do. They may not react. They may have a response. Sometimes they may say nothing. So that's sort of giving everybody uh, a reminder of what impulse control actually is, Karen. Yeah, you know, Jen, it almost makes me think of, right, when impulse control is kind of operating or going really well, there is that time where you can take the time to kind of stop and think. And there's not that immediate, like, go from zero to Jersey kind of mentality that I talk about a lot. But this actually, when it's working really well, you give yourself that internal time out to just stop and think. And, and it, there's so many benefits, right? You could be good at negotiation, you could be good at problem solving, you could be good at, you know, working with interpersonal relationships. And, and as we've talked about so much with emotional intelligence, All these things are so connected. So yeah, as you can see today, we're going to talk about uh, assertiveness and flexibility and the connection. I love it. So it's basically about thinking about somebody who has, let's say, on uh, emotional intelligence 2.0 assessment, the one that we certify people in and we love and we use all the time. If somebody has a high degree of impulse control, And a low degree and a low assertiveness, meaning they don't speak up as much as they could. They don't find their voice. They don't share their point of view. And maybe they um, 
they hold back a little bit from uh, what they share with other people. So high impulse control, low assertiveness. Karen, before we even bring flexibility to the party, how do you see that <laughs> playing with each other, right? So high impulse control and low assertiveness. What connections can you make with that? So so it's, it, it's interesting, Jen, because it almost makes me, I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the word, with, with high impulse control and low assertiveness, like, do you get anything done? Right? Or do you, do you ever speak up? And, you know, it's, it, there's, we, we want to talk about, you know, obviously, not having assertiveness turn into aggression when it's, when it's higher. But this is almost just in my head, this is just, this is passive. Right. Right. So a situation happens and the impulse control is so high that there's not that quick response, that quick reaction. Maybe somebody in that moment is thinking through the situation, the pros and the cons. Do I say something? Do I not? Let me think through what are the risks? What are the ramifications? How is it that I want to play this? And then what happens is, is they end up saying nothing, right? Also drivers of somebody with low assertiveness and high impulse control could be, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I don't want to come across as rude. I don't want to step over, step on somebody else who's part of the conversation. So realizing there's so many different driving forces that come with our clients that may have this particular combination. The low, I'm sorry, the high impulse control almost can make the assertiveness go lower than normally expected because there is so much a delay between thinking things through, what do I want to do, and then finding their voice around it. You know what, Jen, it's funny. You said something about not making, you know, quick decisions. It's funny because when I think about this, it's almost like, do they even make a decision? Right? Do, do they get so much into that high impulse control and low assertiveness that even kind of like a, a message or that whole inner critic thing pops in about procrastination? And I, I just feel like this, this combination is like a heady combination. You know, Kara, I think it's really going to depend. I love that you brought that up. So when you're coaching people, it's finding the reason for the pause, right? Is the pause fear-based? Is it um, projection of what's going to happen based? Is it because it doesn't really matter to them? Like, so when we find out the motivation and the driver that has that pause, then we're going to actually know how to coach it. Now, let's throw a little bit of uh, lime juice into this margarita before we shake it up completely, where we have high impulse control, low assertiveness, and flexibility. If we have a high flexibility in this mix, that is what is happening is, well, maybe it doesn't matter, or I sh should I say something? Should I not? Um, I don't really care, so therefore, I'm going to change my mind. When someone has a high degree of flexibility, it can definitely impact their assertiveness because they don't have a strong attachment to what is or isn't being done. You know, Jen, this, this combination makes me think also 
um, with that high flexibility, do you almost turn into the people-pleasing thing? So again, that's another great opportunity for coaching if that pops up. And then let's do the flip, right? If somebody has low flexibility, meaning I don't, I'm not flexible, things are pretty rigid. I, there might be a sense of controlling that happens. A low flexibility with a low impulse control, I'm I'm changing the, the formula here, a low impulse control, does that all of a sudden make assertiveness perhaps become an overdone strength of becoming aggressive. So I'm rigid. I'm in my way. I'm reacting to a situation. And if then if I put my voice behind it, how righteous do I become based on my low tolerance of flexibility? It's also fascinating how different ways, um, the key thing with emotional intelligence is about how do you dial one up dial one down to beginning to get the results that you want in life. You know what, Jen, and and that's the key, right? It's, it's about awareness and understanding and knowing that none of these um, components about emotional intelligence that we've talked about, nothing lives in isolation and just the awareness of, okay, yeah, I could dial this up or, okay, I could dial this down well, okay, and this is my this is kind of like my sometimes and right in the middle. So it's just about the understanding of it and then taking that understanding and applying it because knowledge does not equal understanding, right? You can know something, but it doesn't mean that you understand it. But really, really wrapping your head around this and understanding of it is the best way for you to make those significant changes in your life. So we just want to give a shout out to our recent graduates of the EQI 2.0 certification that we just closed out last week. And um, if you are interested in getting certified in EQI 2.0, we have our next training class that's going to be happening in late March of 2022. Be sure to go to www.kickstartyouredge.com slash EQI and you can get all the latest and greatest information and you too can turn your Um, knowledge into understanding and therefore turn it into wisdom that's all we got care we'll see you guys next month wrap it up hey everybody thanks for listening to the kickstart your coaching edge podcast craving more in-depth discussions check out the get real inner circle with our no bs in crowd of coaches join live coaching discussions breakdowns of coaching calls and have some fun while you're at it You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real.